You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello. These are the top news for the day. Former West Bengal governor and NDA candidate Jagdeep Dhankar was Thursday sworn in as the 14th Vice President of India. Dhankar's oath was administered by the country's newly elected president Rupi Murmu at Rashtrapati Bhavan in Delhi. Prime Minister Narendra Modi, former President Ram Nath Kovind, former Vice President Venkaiya Naidu, Lok Sabha Speaker Om Billa and several other leaders were present at the oath-taking ceremony of the new Vice President. Ahead of his swearing-in, Dhankar visited Rajkhat in Delhi and paid his respects to Poojjya Bap Mahatma Gandhi. Felt blessed, inspired and motivated to be ever in service of Bharat in serene sublimity of Rajkhat while paying respects to Poojjya Bapu, Dhankar tweeted sharing pictures from his visit. Dhankar was elected as the vice president on August 6, securing 74.36%, the highest ever votes received in the last six vice presidential elections held since 1997. He defeated the opposition's Margaret Alvi to emerge as a winner. China has blocked a move by India and the US to list Pakistan-based Jashi Mohammad, Jem, leader of Ural Fazahar as a global terrorist at the UN Security Council, the second time Beijing has resorted to such a step in less than two months. Azhar is the brother of Jem founder and is believed to be the deputy leader of the terrorist group that has its main base at Bahawalpur in Pakistan's Punjab province. Azhar was designated as a terrorist by the US Treasury Department in 2010. China blocked the joint bid by India and the US to designate Azhar at the UN Security Council on Wednesday by placing a technical hold on the proposal on the ground that more time is required to study the matter. People familiar with the matter said this was the same position taken by China in the past to block proposals for sanctioning other terrorists based in Pakistan, its traditional ally. We placed a hold because we need more time to study the case. Placing holds is provided for by the committee guidelines, and there have been quite a number of similar holds by committee members on listing requests, a spokesperson for China's mission to the UN told Reuters, referring to the Security Council Sanctions Committee. New cabinet ranks will be distributed to the new Mahagadbandan government in Bihar and the Rashtriya Junta Dal, RJD, is expected to get alliance share of births. Speculations are that Nitish Kumar, who took oath as the Bihar chief minister for the eighth time on Wednesday, will retain his home ministerial seat, while his new deputy Tejashwi Yadav is expected to get portfolios like health, finance and road construction that were previously held by BJP leaders. The Junta Dal, United, is likely to hold fast to as many of its ministers as possible from the previous cabinet, which was disbanded on Tuesday night via a notification issued by the Chief Secretary. Kumar is expected to keep Home Ministry to himself this time too because it will help him have control over the state police. He is also likely to keep the departments related to welfare of backward castes and minorities, which form his core constituency. Meanwhile, an in-principle agreement was reached, according to reports, about the composition of the new cabinet of 35 members or more, drawn from Kumar's JDU, the RJD and the Congress. Speculations are that among 35, about 16 to 20 are likely from the RJD and JDU will retain around 11 to 13. North Korea's Kim Jong-un declared victory in the battle against COVID-19 on Thursday 
with the leader's sister revealing he had suffered from fever and vowing deadly retaliation against South Korea which it blames for causing the outbreak. Kim ordered a lifting of maximum anti-epidemic measures imposed in May, adding that North Korea must maintain a steel-strong anti-epidemics barrier and intensifying the anti-epidemic work until the end of the global health crisis, according to a report by state news agency KCNA. North Korea has never confirmed how many people caught COVID-19, apparently lacking testing supplies. It had instead reported daily numbers of fever patients, which totaled some 4.77 million, but has registered no new such cases since July 29. Kim's sister, Kim Yo-jong, said the young leader himself had suffered from fever symptoms, according to KCNA, indicating for the first time that he might have been infected with the virus. Even though he was seriously ill with a high fever, he could not lie down for a moment thinking about the people he had to take care of until the end in the face of the anti-epidemic war, she said in remarks at a meeting on Wednesday to review the country's anti-epidemic responses. Britain's prime ministerial candidate Rishi Sunak has insisted that he would rather lose the Conservative Party leadership race to replace Boris Johnson than win on a false promise on how he plans to tackle the economic crisis. In an interview with the BBC, the British Indian former Chancellor said he was committed to helping the most vulnerable families with the cost of living crisis and felt a moral responsibility to go further and provide extra help over the winter. The issue has become the key dividing line between him and his rival, Foreign Secretary Liz Truss, who has pledged tax cuts which the former finance minister insists will benefit wealthier households rather than those who need it most. I would rather lose than win on a false promise, Sunak, 42, said. What I'm determined to do is help people across this country through what will be a very difficult winter. My first preference is always not to take money off people in the first place, he said. As the candidates continue to be grilled by Conservative Party members who will be voting in the election in hustings up and down the UK, the issue of soaring inflation and prices has dominated the agenda. You were listening to the HD Daily News Wrap, a beta production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Please give us feedback on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at HD Smartcast or via email to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. Until next time. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.